0: hey everybody i'm kayla adams and this is the real model talk where i bring the mentors to you in every episode i will feature an exclusive and honest interview from a pro in the industry together we will explore every aspect of modeling from the ground Today, we are speaking with my friend, Jenny Williams. She is a freelance curves model here in the DFW area, and I have had the pleasure of working with her at the Dallas Market Center and getting to continue to see her do all of her wonderful work here around the area. She is definitely always involved in some type of photo shoot work, and is constantly putting out great content so I wanted to chat with her today and hear about her perspective and experiences in the modeling industry so Jenny if you'll go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know how you got started in modeling
1: Hello and thank you for having me on um, I'm really excited to hear that you know more people are just trying to give attention to you know, what used to be the unknown of modeling and, you know, and, and now it's becoming more mainstream, which is really what we want to see. But, um, my name is Jenny Williams and, um, I go by Jay Nicole most of the time on my social medias, but, um, essentially I kind of like leaned into modeling because I had photographer friends that needed like you know, a fresh face to like practice on and, um, you know, just really kind of like, you know, help them like work on their techniques and whatnot. So I kind of just fell into it really. And, um, you know, but I didn't think anything would come of it truly, um, only because of, you know, society standards and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but really Mm -hmm. it was, you know, a godsend to me because I found my confidence through modeling and it just really grew and grew into something, you know, I had no idea would, you know, really give me the, the characteristics and personality I have now. Like, I feel like I truly am a better person or different, you know, in the sense Mm -hmm. of truly like loving myself and finding myself through modeling as much as people like to say modeling is very superficial but like it's been it's really changed my mindset on just how I look at myself and just others in general
0: yes yes I definitely agree with that I love that too and that I, I feel like I can kind of relate in that I've become more confident in myself since I've started modeling and just, I've learned to love myself more and love my flaws and the things that make me different from other people. So, and I find that a lot in other people too. It's definitely just an industry that if you're involved in, that you're going to grow in many different ways by being involved in it. Absolutely. And I know you have a daughter, right? You have a little girl. Yes,
1: I do. She is
0: six. She's six. That's awesome. Yeah. So as she's starting to, you know, understand more as she gets older, kind of what is that like with you being a model and a mom at the same time? Yeah, um, it really
1: does bring a lot of perspective into the way I do things and look at things. And she knows like, you know, if mommy starts doing her makeup or whatever, she's going to a photo shoot. And I mean, I love that she has become more involved in it with me. You know, she'll be like, oh, can I do my makeup too? Like you, or, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I've really tried to teach her, you know, like, you know, makeup is just for fun. Mommy just does it, you know, to, to, you know, uh, express my artistry um so Mm -hmm. it is a fun you know outlet but you know I really try to teach her it's not something that we do to make ourselves look more beautiful we are beautiful already but Mm -hmm. um having her see it I've really tried to show her like look mommy's different than you know every, you know, a lot of what you normally see on TV or, you know, on the, on YouTube or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to teach her to appreciate her individual characteristics that not everyone has because just in pre-K, like, you know, she would come home being like, oh, I wish my hair was blonde or, you know, things like that, where it's just like, you're five, like, how are you experiencing these thoughts already, you know, Mm -hmm. it happens faster than you realize. And so it's, it's been a journey for her too. just over time seeing like, Oh, mommy's getting photo shoots every weekend. Like that's, you know, like that's a big deal to her. And so I feel like she's Mm -hmm. really started to grow into like loving her individual characteristics, you know, being mixed. She doesn't exactly fit in and I mean obviously I know that Mm -hmm. that struggle too and so it's just a matter of like coming to terms and loving yourself and I'm just glad I can be that representation for her to you know see like no matter what flaws and all like we can love ourselves and and people can appreciate you for that you know.
0: Mm -hmm. That's really powerful I think that's awesome that You know, she has that mindset and someone to look up to like that as far as that goes. Um, Yeah, I was really curious to ask you that because I know you had um, a little girl and you have a young, you have a son too, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. And he's seven. And um, yeah, he, I feel like he (laughs) has a boy, you know, he kind of like doesn't Mm -hmm. really like pay any mind towards it. Yeah, so I feel like it really mainly has had a major effect over her. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, eventually one day I'll have her, you know, go and watch me. But for now, it's just kind of been like a mommy's rushing out the door because she's always running late thing. Yes. You know, but, um, you know, I show them the pictures and they, you know, they get excited when they see like, oh, you know, you're doing this or that. And like, I just, I, I want them both to really feel confident when it comes to just who they are because as much as like that's our job like as parents cuz society will try to find a way to kind of knock you down you know whether mm-hmm. they mean to or not like yeah. it's just you know that's the whole thing with mainstream culture and, and you know mainstream everything it's unfortunately i feel like these are the times now where it's starting to change so their generation really will see you know, that difference. But for now, like, I want to instill in my kids, like,
0: you know, creating that difference. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like different is beautiful. Different Mm -hmm. is different can be treasured, you know, and you should really value your difference now, because sad to see some children at nine are like, you know yeah. depressed and everything because they don't feel like they fit in and that's the thing being not not fitting in is like that's special
0: you know yes yeah it's crazy cuz you're bringing me back to like i used to always when i was younger i compared myself a lot to my neighbor um we were the same age and you know i come from a hispanic family where you know you're not as tall you're curvy and then You know, she wasn't. So I compared myself to her a lot when I was younger because that's who I spent the most time with. And now that I'm older, I'm like, you know, I could almost go and slap myself for spending that time comparing myself and not loving myself for who I am. Because now that I'm older and I've been in the modeling industry and, like you said, grown confident and loved myself through it, I've realized that, like, my body is special and it's not like hers. And that's okay because we need. we need that variation and like my body is going to work great for one thing that her body may not work for you know what I mean and so we all have our different places that we fit
1: yeah yeah no I completely agree and fortunately those those gaps you know that need to be filled are growing more frequently and and there are more places for everyone now you know it's Mm -hmm. Through the the industry now, it's not just curvy. Now it's like all ethnicities and even trans. And, you know, it's just like, it's just really opened up. And, you know, it's just a really beautiful thing that like people can find that, find that special, feel special, you know, not feel different, but feel special. That's, Mm -hmm. that's really what I'm, you know, really seeing nowadays and it's it's just such a good feeling to just see so much more acceptance these days
0: yes and everybody getting a shot if they want yeah absolutely yeah I mean
1: I try to work with photographers that have that that their their portfolios don't all look the same you know it's Mm -hmm. not the same type of girl every time it's not the same look are you trying to send a message with your, you know, your art? I mean, you know, just different things like that, that, that just show me like, you're trying to make a difference with your art, like modeling and photography can really speak to the people. It just, it just depends on what you're trying to do in life.
0: Would you, would you say you tend to try to speak a message through your modeling that you do?
1: I truly do try to use my platform to to say to say things, to say a little more, to speak out who I am because like I feel like with social media it's so easy to fall into that kind of like sheeple mind frame of like show everyone the perfect life and you know like just show you fit in you know that that's kind of like The normal mindset. And I can go back on my Facebook and kind of see that like Mm -hmm. happening, you know, but now I feel like it's more just show them you're a real person. And I feel like, you know, some of the, the shoots I've done, I've done a few group shoots that have spoken messages, you know, like, just showing, uh, African-American women with natural hair. Like mm-hmm. that's such a thing. Like in the industry, it's like wig, this extension that, you know, it's like, be different, like, but not be different, like, be like you. be someone else or be something else, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, just highlighting the pride of that. Cause that's, that has brought women shame in the past, you know? Yeah. Be, the oh my gosh, like an afro or like your hair is curly or frizzy or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then you know just different things like you know the Black Lives Matter movement. I've really tried to sh- to be a I guess I'm not, I won't say like activist, but like I really I am active on pushing that curvy models do work out. Like they're not just like lazy, mm-hmm. you know, it takes work and, and yes, we love our figures, you know, but, and we love the extra curves and all of that, but it's just, I feel like we're not in the more mainstream when it comes to athletic wear and, you know, all of that. Cause they go, Oh no, no, no. We need the f- the fittest girl w- with the six pack and, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. And I'm, I'm just trying to show girls like just because you have a role here or there like doesn't make you ugly like that's literally like every woman though, if she bends in some form or fashion will have a role (laughs) and you know it's just a matter of like just owning it
0: I love it I've definitely seen your photos that you've put out for the um, fitness wear and the group shoots you did for the active wear fitness wear both things but mm-hmm. I love those I think that's awesome and I think that's a very good point that you're speaking out on because that's something you know I've never really been taken notice to is that you are correct that people do look for the fittest person or the fittest models and it's like curvy girls wear workout wear as well too they love their lululemon leggings and right. you know we, we all wear it. So, you know, everybody wants to be able to see themselves in it. That's what I love about Aerie. Have you ever
1: shot their bathing
0: suits?
1: I, yes, I love Aerie. I know Iskra is a huge, like, you know, proponent of Aerie. She's, she's the one that for me really like, Iskra is one of the top models that I looked at as like a curvy model. And I was just like, Look at her. Like they put her on the ad, you know, she's owning it and it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a great brand. No, I I totally love Aerie a lot.
0: Yes, I am. I think I was listening to a podcast and I heard someone talking about it and how they use all models they don't do retouching or editing and so I was like, well, I'm going to have to check this out and they were just so happening to have a sale at the same time. Yep. <laughs> so I got me a bathing suit, which was the first time I've ever ordered a bathing suit online, but I felt comfortable doing it because I could see girls that looked like me in the bathing suit so therefore i was able to actually imagine myself in the bathing suit right and know yeah. what it would look on me before i got it
1: yeah for sure i mean there's not a lot of brands that are willing to cross that line and just show women as they are mm-hmm. i mean it's like a huge jump for you know a brand to choose something like that so to have them show women as they are like it just gives brand trust because it's yeah. like that's real like that's what we look like like you're mm-hmm. not trying to feed us some unrealistic you know form Image. of
0: what yeah Beauty. what we're
1: supposed to look like in this bathing suit for sure yeah
0: an expectation and that's like I don't understand why it even is like that like whoever set that standard of like this is what we want to see when we're online shopping you know it's like no one right. ever asked to see someone that looks like not everyone right. else so
1: we have to go to the reviews for the real women to weigh in and it's like yes
0: why don't you just show that to me <laughs> Like yeah, why do so we have could to avoid- like rely on
1: those photos over what you're showing me
0: Exactly. Yes. But, you know, like you said, we're in a different time and, you know, all is to come soon on things like that changing and the more we speak out on it and more people, you know, use their platforms like you are to send that message out, I think we're definitely gonna be seeing things a lot differently in the next, you know, five to ten years. So I you did mention something about doing group shoots, and I was creeping on your Instagram before this, and uh-huh. I noticed that is definitely something you've done a lot of. How would you compare doing a group shoot to a solo shoot? Like, What would that look like? Do you have any tips as far as it goes? Yeah, um absolutely.
1: Uh, I would say my first group shoot, I did not know anybody from and so for me that was like a good and a bad thing because I'm like all right I may not ever have to like see these people again (laughs) you know if like Mm -hmm. all goes wrong but also it was like how am I gonna vibe with these people because I I just don't know who they are Mm -hmm. so it was it was definitely an eye-opening experience for me but really it's I mean, modeling is like acting, you just got to go in there and, you know, put your best foot forward and just really try to make connections. But the group shoots have been so enjoyable for me. And specifically, you know, the all female group shoots I've done, it's they're just a sense of sisterhood when we all come together for like a specific purpose, like, you know, we have some sort of, you know, agenda behind it. So we all are kind of like on the same page, like, encouraging each other like this is what we're trying to give to the masses and so I've formed bonds with you know many of the girls that I've done group shoots with and just really found like people who are just truly encouraging I would say at the group shoots for sure just be open be yourself because you need to click with the people you're working with like that matters the most because the disconnection will show in the photos (laughs) um Mm -hmm. And if anything, just remember, like, they're all as as professional as a model can be. They're all just as nervous about clicking with you as you are with them. So when you put that in perspective, like, you're both in the same boat. So, you know, might as well, like, make the best of it and just really just try to find that that bond, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But you'll see like it bonds just happen when you like are able to create art or magic with somebody. And it's just it's been quite an experience because specifically um, at my last group shoot, we were all posing. It's actually on my think I put it on my Instagram but it was a group shoot and we were all posing and I was towards the middle and there was like a gap and you know it wasn't the photographer the photographer is great like he's I love him so much but the somebody who you know worked on the sidelines or whatever made the comment like oh put your hand on your hip and then immediately he goes look that's great you immediately lost 20 pounds and Mm. all of the girls stopped. And they were like, they immediately took up for me. They were like, no, that's inappropriate. You didn't need to say that. Like they made the yeah. photographer stop shooting and they felt the need to say something. And then mm-hmm. I just sat silent because, you know, obviously I know what it's like. I, I'm I'm different than all of these girls. Like
0: mm-hmm. I'm,
1: you know, I'm curvy in different ways. And, you know, most of these girls are like size four and smaller. but. I still felt a sisterhood. I still felt like I belong. Um, And and that's the thing. Like, even though I may not look like them, like, it's just, they, you know, you just have to like feel your confidence and just show them you belong. But, you know, I I got a little silent and the fact that they took up for me was just, it just, (laughs) like, it did kind of take me down mentally a little bit. But the fact Mm -hmm. that they were like, you know, one leaned her head on my shoulder and said, I got your back, sister. And I was just like, Blown away, you know, yeah, and and, you know, they reached out to me even after and was like, I'm still thinking about that. And you know, I messaged another girl and said, Thank you so much. And
0: Mm -hmm. you know, I
1: just know curvy models are still under like misunderstood, and Mm -hmm. so insensitive comments like that will come. It's just, I've been fortunate enough to go two plus years and not have to experience that until now, so I'm. I'm kind of glad like I feel better about myself at this point than if I had heard that maybe two years ago I I probably I could have just stopped stop it would have just stopped me in my tracks and been like look you don't belong but I've been able to build confidence over time but yeah it's it's something you may run into as a curvy model but like just know like there are always going to be those people that just don't understand you know ignorant and mm-hmm they don't see that you work just as hard as the next, but got to keep that confidence. And the next shoot will just build you up and just show them like, you got this.
0: Was that shoot y'all were doing? Was that like a paid shoot or was it just a collaboration?
1: It was just a collaboration. Um, it was actually, so I've done two group shoots, but the mm-hmm. photographer, I'll go ahead and mention him, Stan Fleming. He, he's very innovative when it comes to like some of the group ideas he gets, he really wants to send a message. And mm-hmm. so um I did one group shoot and they called it Fro Patrol, which was just basically mixed or African American girls with natural hair. And you just mm-hmm. kind of like, showing that beautiful too and then Mm -hmm. the second shoot I did was a part two of that essentially but you know we made more of a message of like we can be like classy we can be edgy Mm -hmm. you know we can talk about you know mainstream issues right now but it was all collaboration it was all um, a TFP shoot but you know he kind of like it's not just a hey come in one outfit it's like a hey bring four outfits we're gonna just make magic all day (laughs) which I love because it just keeps me like gives me that experience and and then I get to watch the other girls shoot too and it's just oh
0: yeah I'm just forever
1: absorbing yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and not you know to go back to what I said not to put a just a collaboration in front of that I've been trying to Take that word out of my vocabulary because it's not just a collaboration, like you said, that's so much more than that. You get to meet other models, watch them model, um, you know, learn from them, and just network and build your portfolio and help speak out a message. So there's no just collaborations. Yeah. But I, absolutely. my point of asking that too was because I feel like sometimes we. Might get scared to speak out on situations like that that you were put in, or you know, sometimes people might be afraid to, especially if it's a paid shoot. You know, you don't, right? Sometimes you don't want to cross any lines with people when you were hired to be there. But I think it's really awesome that those girls, you know, decided that speaking up on that was more than what could, you know, someone getting upset that they spoke out on it you know what I mean and I just think that's important in this industry that you know we do stick together and we do speak up for each other and um, stand up for each other because you know people feel like they can just say whatever they want to say and do whatever they want to do sometimes and it's really not appropriate to be putting someone in that position
1: exactly and I mean exactly like they they made the decision like it's more important to speak up for this girl than, you know, even said relationship between, you know, the studio and the photographer or whatnot. And so, and Mm -hmm. it was just like, I think it's just, like I said, ignorance. I feel like some people grew up in an era where, where the, what, what media said was like, perfect is like, you know, X, Y, Z, waist measurements and this and that. So you know, I just think it's just ignorance. And and of course, in the photography industry and owning a studio or whatnot, like, I'm sure they see a lot of the same girl over and over again. I mean, it still happens, but it's just, I just, I just call it ignorance. I, this, the person who made the comment did come up after me or come up to me afterwards and say, oh, you did amazing out there. And I was just like, is this just clean up? (laughs) You know?
0: Just be straight up with me and tell me you're messed up. And that's, you know, I feel like because I'm guilty of saying things and not thinking it completely through before I say things. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't. My intent behind that was not malicious. You know what I mean? So I understand sometimes people just say things without thinking. And then it does come out ignorant and like, But I think it's still, it's just not acceptable and they should be called out on it so that they know for the future, like, okay, I was wrong saying that I shouldn't communicate in that way anymore with people moving forward.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, that's kind of just like with everything in life. It's like if you, if you, I mean, even if you don't realize you're ignorant to something, if someone educates you on something that you maybe misspoke on, it's like up to us in society to just own it. And, you know, we can change our minds about something. I think that's what people really struggle with. It's like, oh, but all my clientele is, you know, this size or whatever, like, it wouldn't be consistent with my feed to have somebody of plus, you know, yeah. with my, you know, showing off my, my merchandise or whatever.
0: Yeah, I carry yeah. it. But like, that's not consistent with my feed, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, well, it's going to be consistent that none of those people buy from you either because they don't see themselves with your product.
1: Exactly. It's, it's okay to change our minds and to, Mm -hmm. once we've been educated, like move towards that change. It's just, it's just called growth.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, I'm changing the subject just a little bit. Um, I know you've done a lot of, correct me if I'm saying this word wrong because I know I mess it up every time, but you do a lot of Boudoir work, I guess. Boudoir. Boudoir. (laughs) Yes. I always mess up the name. (laughs) Okay, okay. so can you explain to us what boudoir is? Because that is a category of modeling and I think you do it very well. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So boudoir
1: is really just a type of modeling that mainly, you know, emphasizes lingerie and just kind of like the sultriness and like sensuality of a woman, you know, without crossing boundaries. Like to me, you know, some people use the word boudoir for Overly risque, you know, and and mm-hmm. there are types of you know uh, photography where there is nudity, Ar- you know, artistic nudity, body all that stuff is beautiful too. But boudoir is not necessarily that. It's more like a focus on your true body and like lingerie and sensuality, and that's honestly where I started out, which is like weird because I'm like I had no confidence. What was I, what was mm-hmm. I doing, starting there? But it's really what built my confidence and just having amazing luck with photographers and people who just really have a true eye mm-hmm. and can see beauty beyond what society, you know, says. And so, you know, I really learned from that. And I don't, I I haven't done any as much lately, because I felt like I was falling into that category. And so I really wanted to like stretch my wings when it came to like fashion photography and like street photography and kind of show more range. But yeah, I find it, I find it very empowering, especially for curvy women um, mm-hmm. to see like, look, like we, we're not disgusting. Like we we can be sexy and beautiful and, you know, like photographers want to shoot that too. And they want to shoot real bodies too. and. And that, you know, if it helps even just one woman go, oh my gosh, like I have thick thighs too. Like that's, you know, she looks really great. Like I should find the confidence to do that. And you know, I've had friends that are just like, I have like zero confidence, but you like have really inspired me. Like I want to go take pictures or whatever. And I'm like, go for it. Like, you know, and, and they're just like, I've never, I would never consider this, but like, you know, I've just seen it and I just, you know, I want to feel that confident too. But, you know, I really feel like I don't, like I, I don't really show nudity in any way. I mean, I just, I try to keep it like as artistic as possible. But,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I feel like with Boudoir too, there's just so many, like, there's just angle play and, oh, you yeah. know, there's just so many different ways you can, you can spin it. But I also feel like girls need to be careful when it comes to photographers that say, oh, I do boudoir portfolios matter. Um, you know, looking up the photographers matter a lot um, because that is a more risque situation. You know, yes. you, you have to be willing to be completely comfortable with that person mm-hmm. and have boundaries and know whether they're you, you know they're going to give you direction. Or, you know, what they're, you know, how they give direction. So it's been, you know, I feel like I've just had amazing luck, um, you know, from the start. But, you know, I have said no to boudoir photographers because I'm like, the style that you're looking for is not what I'm willing to put out. And and it's, you know, being okay with saying no to people and like saying it for yourself. I did have a friend who had never modeled in her life and she just really wanted that confidence. And so, you know, I volunteered to go to the shoot with her and I said, I'll direct your shoot. I know you don't know him, but I can tell you a thousand percent. I trust him completely, but I'll be there to direct your shoot. Nothing will go wrong. I'll, you know, I'll even do your makeup. Like I just want you to feel comfortable and see that you can sparkle and it was amazing. He was like, are you sure you've never modeled before? Because she just like came out of her shell, you know? And it was just that thing where she's just like, would tell me for a year, like, I don't feel pretty. Like, I'm just, I'm not who I used to be. And it's just like, she's just sparkling now because of that tiny one little shoot, because she, she saw her capability of like, I am gorgeous. And that sometimes that's all it takes. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I do it to, of course, inspire myself (laughs) to find to find that little sparkle in myself. But you know, just the little bit of joy I, you know, can get from people wanting to do it too to find their beauty. It's like that means the most to me. You know, it's not for it's not for the guys. It's not for the likes. It's not Mm -hmm. for the follows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It never was for that. It was just to make art yeah yeah for for myself and just for other women to to see like hey tattoos and thick thighs are in like it's okay Mm -hmm. like be yourself
0: you had so many good points in there and I think that's awesome how people are, you know, becoming more confident and being encouraged to love themselves more just by seeing your photos. Like that's something I would have never thought of, you know, instead of looking at it in an envious way, they're being inspired by you to love themselves more. And I think that's super awesome. And being a model, it makes you feel good, you know, and whether it's, might sound like conceited or not, like, it makes you feel good, it makes you more confident in yourself. And that's going to carry through to other things you do in your life. And you're going to carry that confidence with you. Absolutely. Um, And as long as you, you know, you know
1: that you can use that to inspire others, it's like, somebody Mm -hmm. looks up to you or whatnot, and you can continually build your confidence, like you're building through you to them, so it's a matter of just showing people you can you can show beauty in many different ways, not mm-hmm. you know not just boudoir, but just having the confidence to smile in front of a camera, you know, yeah, <laughs> like sometimes I just want to go to like the seriousness of things, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, line up, smile, <laughs> yeah,
0: yes, and so now you did say, you know with boudoir definitely like set your boundaries, work with respectable people. What are some boundaries that you make sure to set when you're in an environment like that?
1: I absolutely always have someone with me. I bring most of the time that's my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, if, if it's, if they find that I have to have someone with me as a deal breaker, then I don't need to go to that shoot. Exactly. That is my Absolute number one, mm-hmm. you know I'm not going alone. you're gonna you know send me the address i'm I'm not going alone, and then two it's you there's no need for a photographer to ever touch you in those situations, yes like, the photographers I work with are so great at communication uh you know angle this or that or push this, so it's just like there's no need for anyone to ever touch you mm-hmm so like communication is just the biggest thing too if i feel like i can't communicate well with you if we're already having misunderstandings from the get go on just simple details about the shoot then it's not worth yeah, yeah it's not worth it and i mean i will say <laughs> this isn't really like a a big Like I haven't really come out and and talked about it at all, but I did have a really terrible experience with just like a photographer that just like called me before the shoot. Just berate me, just belittled me, just went through my feed and just kind of just kind of had something to say about everything and then had the the nerve to tell me, okay, well, kind of changed the direction of the shoot and just said, all right, well, we're going to do wet t-shirt style or whatever and I was like nope I'm out yeah (laughs) like just absolutely and I'm just not a confrontational person but Mm -hmm. you know be at least have the confidence to speak up for yourself because like no one's gonna tell you what to do with your body like you move forward with what you want to what you're comfortable with you know what I'm saying Yeah. but always have that mission in the back of your head like what am I trying to say with my work? What am I trying to say with my, my modeling? Is that going to give, is that on brand for me? Mm -hmm. Is that going to give my audience, my targeted audience, the right message?
0: Yeah, definitely that is very important because what you post is what you attract and yeah if you're out posting racy photos then you're gonna attract people that want to take racy photos if you're posting smiling happy laughing photos you're gonna attract people that want that same look so yeah I definitely had to learn that the hard way starting out
1: yeah for sure yeah you'll you'll kind of find that that niche where it just kind of keeps happening if you if you want to go that direction of course
0: yeah yeah um you did make me think though because I've come across this before my boyfriend comes to a lot of shoots with me and that's just because like we live downtown most of my friends don't live that close so most of my shoots are doubt like out here downtown and I just feel like it's a big inconvenience to, like, ask people to drive out here to come to a shoot with me, especially if I'm not able to con- compensate them in any way for it. So right. um, my boyfriend, he works from home, so he'll just come to a lot of my shoots with me. And I have had people act weird about me bringing my boyfriend, you know? And yeah, I... I almost want to say I can see where they're coming from just because they might have had an experience where a girl brought a like jealous boyfriend and it just made it weird. She couldn't be herself. But, you know, I know that's not the situation with me and I can go do my shoot and do the job and get it done with him there. But have you ever had anyone like act weird about you bringing your husband?
1: I I really truly haven't had any issues just with that one photographer I was mentioning Mm -hmm. where he's like, oh, you're going to do a, you know, wet t-shirt thing. Like, you know, I was like, I always, he always goes with me everywhere. And he's like, well, I don't have anybody on set. That's not a model. So, and I had heard things too, like it's a very negative environment. So, you know, I was like, well, I'm not doing this without him. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a deal breaker, but everyone else that i worked with completely fine with the situation you know i'm like it's just it's a different world you know mm-hmm. actually it's honestly the same world it's just we have to choose to be smarter about things you yeah. know and so i've i've really never had any pushback about it i mean that's good the the main boudoir photographer i work with he knows my husband's there to work if he needs my husband to set up a light or to move this piece of furniture or X, Y, Z, like he'll help you. Like mm-hmm. he's there for me. And if that helps me, then, you know, he's going to help you. So yeah, he's kind of like, he's like my roadie. I'm like, if you're not cool with that, then I'm, I, it's a, you know, we're a package deal. Yeah. Um, he even got a t shirt that says emotional support human. He wears it to all my shoes.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. I think yeah. that's <laughs> what I noticed. I think at that um one meetup we were both at, I noticed you did have your husband went there with you and I was like, Oh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's why yep. I think I had He's... brought my mom with me because she had been wanting to come to a shoot and it just worked out that day. But normally I would have Rick there with me. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cheerleader for sure. That's so funny. I love that he has a yeah. t-shirt for it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's pretty awesome.
0: So I'm going to wrap this up a little bit. If you had, okay. I have two last questions for you. Normally I ask this question and people have like three tips, even though I just say one. But what would be your number one tip? If you could give one tip and one tip only to a newer or aspiring Viol- well, a new or aspiring model, what would it be? Oh,
1: cool. Yeah,
0: that is tough to pick one. But
1: I would say, I'm like trying to decide whether to go internal or external about the, the industry. But I would think I'm going to focus industry wise and just say, do your research. Mm-hmm. You can go out and find people to take your picture. Like, you know, there's just ways, you know, it's easy to find to an extent, obviously, whether they're quality or not, that's, that's up to you to find out whether they're a good person, whether they have a background, positive or negative. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's up to you to do that research. Don't just work with anybody because they, they reach out to you. Mm -hmm. Just safety first. Like that's, The most important. And if you do your research and you find out that they have an outstanding background, that's just going to propel you further into the industry and to be more successful. So, like, also, you want quality work. So, it's just do your research. Are they quality? Are they a good person? Do they have a reputable standing? Like, those are things you really, truly want to look into before you just say yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, because I think a lot of us here in the DFW area recently learned that someone can have a, you know, a good looking front, forefront and good looking profile and page and they have all these followers, but still may not have the best intentions. So just because they have good pictures doesn't always mean.
1: Yes. Them. Google, get all over Facebook. I, there yeah. are Facebook groups out there that are safe havens for models to report things like that. So you know, do, do your research because yeah, the, the one guy that just completely berated me has like 11,000 followers. Like, you know, that looks so good on paper, but it was just detrimental for a female's mental health,
0: Yeah, you know,
1: like to go through something like that. And it's not worth it. Like yeah,
0: no, you I'm, matter more. Yeah. And if they're going to speak to you like that over the phone, like I mean, yeah, even just have the nerve to speak like that to someone for no reason. It's like, well, you know, well, what are you going to say to me? And when we're all together or yeah, how are you going to yes. treat me then? Or if I do something to upset you or I don't want to go in the direction. Right. You're or going, what are you going to do with my. Yeah.
1: Like the unedited photos, like, you know, like things can happen in photo shoot sometimes you have like a clothing slip or you know whatever yeah. you have to be able to trust this person with those photos oh, yeah. you know that that don't necessarily always make it into your portfolio yes. So it's, it's the person matters so much who you choose so yeah you know don't get too excited because somebody wants to work with you.
0: Do your research. Oh, yeah. And I know I said I was going to wrap this up, but I remember I, there was one last thing I really wanted to touch on you with because I know, um, you know, I was looking through your profile. A lot of your, how do I say it again? Boudoir. Boudoir. boudoir I'm, I'm not kidding. I can't ever say it.
1: A lot of your <laughs> okay. boudoir
0: work is very classy, you know, and like you said, there's you know, a difference between, I don't even know the different categories, but more, you know, racy photos. And then like right. your photos, y'all will have to refer to her Instagram page that we'll leave in the show notes below. Check yes. them out. and <laughs> You definitely have very classy photos. You don't have anything racy. Like there are things that I believe that you could show your daughter and right. not feel like you're showing her something, you know, complete, you know what I mean? right yeah so yeah absolutely what would like do you have any tips as far as posing goes or anything like that to take that type of photo but still keep it classy and relay the right message
1: yeah I mean for sure like with boudoir I mean our bodies have so many angles and you know look different in so many different ways and it's just like practice in a mirror, like see what you're comfortable with, because, you know, in the end, you want these photos to like make you feel better. So it's like, see yourself in these different poses. But a lot of my poses are very like, I don't want to say tease, but like, you know, in the sense, I'm covering up what bits I feel like, you know, I'm not willing to reveal. And so just learning different ways to work around that. And just knowing like, you can't walk into a boudoir like half knowing what your limits are Mm -hmm. like you absolutely have to have a standard that even the photographer needs to know this too because with lingerie like if something you know is falling off your shoulder or this or that like they need to know like what you know what photos you want back like what you're willing to you know censor versus not have censored you know things like that and and so it's just yeah I, I would just say like Knowing your limits and then working your poses around those. And just, you know, obviously, if you want to do boudoir, like boudoir to me is classy, like sensualism. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's the thing too, in this day and age, like it's okay to feel sexuality. Like, oh my gosh, like it's not like, you know, the 50s anymore. You know, it's okay to feel that way. I mean, it's a natural part of life, but also not it it crosses a boundary from like sexy to like pornography you know and so i feel like the whole point of boudoir is just like that showing off your sensualism teasing but not giving Get it family. all away you know yeah. so it's finding those pieces of lingerie where it's like maybe it's like a negligee that kind of like hides you know you can play with it to hide this or that. I do that a lot with the different pieces I choose. I put them on mm-hmm. and I move in them to see am I going to reveal more than what I want? If you know, if so, then I don't, you know, I choose something else that's a little more my taste or you know more mm-hmm. modest for me. So, yeah, just kind of like fill it out yourself before you ever do a shoot and always know your boundaries so you don't accidentally show more than what you want, but Yeah. Just keep it classy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had anyone post a photo that, you know, maybe something moved?
1: I've not ever experienced that because I just really
0: careful with, you know, know, I just really
1: communicate.
0: Yes. I,
1: I've built up a trust with the photographer and, I just, you know, really communicate anything that ever gets posted or published. Like I need to know in advance, I need to see the photos, Mm -hmm. you know, prior. So it's never like a surprise if something gets posted and I'm like, what? But yeah, no, I don't have like, I don't feel like there's anything that's ever been put out where I'm just like, whoa, we didn't talk about that. Yeah,
0: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. To finally wrap this up. If you can let us know where we can find you on Instagram and if you have any other links or places you want people to go to find you.
1: Yeah, I'm just currently right now. um, I'm on Instagram. I do eventually want to get my portfolio up on a website, Mm -hmm. but at the moment, um, you can find me on Instagram and my handle is j underscore Nicole underscore Williams. Awesome. Yes. And you know, eventually, once I get a website, I'll put my link in the bio and everything like that.
0: um, Same here, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I'll go ahead and put her Instagram name down in the show notes. So you can find that there. And thank you, Jenny, so much for coming on and speaking with us today. I feel like everyone who listened will definitely be able to take something from this and walk away with some value. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Real Model Talk. If you enjoyed the show, do not forget to subscribe to stay tuned for upcoming episodes.